Hi ladies, we are Andrea and Carol coming at you from the International Women's Association in Graz, Austria. We are women supporting women in all stages and seasons of life and from different parts of the world. Our members come from different backgrounds and life experiences and we are excited to share them here with you. For more information, we invite you to check us out on our website at iwagratz.org. Und jetzt, los geht's! Welcome back, listeners. Today I have a special guest with me. I think many of you may know her already. And her name is Debbie Adams. And she's the force behind the vision of Days Graz. Actually, we are recording here at the Sedwell Center. And I think this is a great chance to explain to our listeners what is Beisverein and what is Sedwell Center. So welcome, Debbie. Thank you. Thank you for being here. And please explain yeah. us. Well, Sedwell Center is just basically the name of the location. It's like our house. Oh, okay. Cool. And so it's the house where um, Beisgrads lives. Oh, and, okay. and so Beisgrads, or Beisverein, um, is, is the actual foundation. That's the legal organization that we have. Um, and it shares the house with our for-profit. And so we work the two together. So we have a Bass Enterprises as our for-profit business. And <clears throat> the idea is that they both work towards the same thing, to create happier, healthier communities. Um, one is basically not-for-profit, Beisgrads, um, a bit like a charity. And... And this makes sure that everybody has access to education, well-being, or cultural um, events and activities. Not everything we do is just for our members, though we do special things for our members. So we are of service to them. Um, and we basically serve a very similar sort of, a, I suppose, target audience to IWA. It is mainly English-speaking people. Our connecting language is English. And so um, we work a lot with expats, but also Austrians. So for us, integration is to have both, um, but to make life easier and more accessible for everyone um, and make it more comfortable, we mainly speak in English. But that doesn't mean other languages aren't spoken because they are. Sometimes you'll hear Italian spoken or Spanish spoken. Or Croatian. Or Croatian, <laughs> exactly. Or Austrian, German. Um, and right now we, we, because it's been so hard with uh, teaching and, and learning classes um, to get consistency mm. because people are transitory. So they don't always stay in grants and they move and or they get jobs. And so we actually found the, the learning side a little bit difficult. And so that's why we, we are looking at a program with conversation classes that are run by volunteers um, to get things up and running so that the likes of me, who, who lives my life in English and finds it really hard to learn German, being older, um, I get... No excuses, please. <laughs> <laughs> Years oh. are just a number. <laughs> oh... <laughs> um it's 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 yeah so we're gonna say well what do our what do our members need what what do our members need as far as um the language or support 
or you know services Rachel does an amazing job um, of giving people information um, she's got a great um, blog I love grads which a lot of people probably know mm-hmm. um, and so she's doing really great work to to pass on information yeah, many of our listeners already know Rachel mm. she was also our guest uh, and we yeah. actually did a three-piece episode yeah. with her because she she's such she's- a treasure of oh, knowledge she really and she, she knows everything and she's yeah. re- really well connected yeah. and yeah she, she has yeah. a lot of things to share yeah and so we're building this an really amazing group of people that want to be of service so that is base grads that yeah. is that is our our legal foundation and just to clarify yes base grads is formerly known as base Verein. yes those are completely yeah. two same things. they're the same okay. thing and the reason they wanted to change is for austrians mm-hmm. a lot of them didn't like Verein. they don't okay, really? yeah because it's like a sports club ah. and it's not sort of taken so seriously so yeah it's easier so, when you are from austria and yes. you know all those things yes and- yes I mean, our legal yeah. name is mm-hmm. Base Verein because okay. that's the legal, mm-hmm. um, and it's for culture, education, and well-being. Okay. Um, and and she, it's not so friendly, and and that's why we said we'll just call it Base yeah. Grads. And the idea behind it, which we have always mm-hmm. had in the vision, is to have Base Grads, to have Base Melbourne, to have. Ooh. So the idea one day with our concept, which is a very holistic concept, mm-hmm. is to take it all around the world. So you have a home away from home. And that's the idea. And that eventually that we get different houses or clubhouses um, so that you can then also look at what are your needs of your community are. That sounds really, really amazing. And yeah. I think Base Graz is probably a better name. Yes. Because, for example, if you Google it, yes. if you Google something, something Graz, maybe yes. it will come up it's, and with Ferein. I'm it, not sure who would, no. from our listeners, who would like Google Ferein. No, exa- yeah, exactly. So. so it's a much better yeah. name. So that's we've cleaned that up a little mm-hmm. bit. And but <clears throat> also people have to understand, you know, when you, when you, you, uh, navigating um, business and foundations here it evolves because there's a lot there's a lot to learn and you know there's a lot of new foundations for me is quite new volunteering has been part of my life everywhere I've been and so what I do I've always done as far as helping and being of service. So talking about your mm. life and helping yeah. and everything, do you want to share with our listeners a bit uh, of your story? How did you end up uh, in Graz actually? Yeah. And yeah, so, what did you do before? And Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, basically, I was born in England, London. Okay. And my parents uh, really came from very hard, poverty-stricken families. And they wanted better for their family. So they decided to move out to New Zealand. It was the best decision they ever made. Um, so I grew up in New Zealand. I was educated in New Zealand. And all of my brothers and sisters and I got um, higher qualifications. So I have, a, I have a bachelor's of education and I have a teaching diploma. And so I was a qualified New Zealand teacher. And... Um, Did you enjoy that part of your life? I love New Zealand. I love growing up there. I had an amazing childhood um, growing up with the Māori children, Mm -hmm. so the native people of New Zealand. So this had a huge impact on the way I live my life. So koha and pikarua and aruha are all terms from uh, the Māori people. And they do community really well. 
they they really look after they look can after you their... explain maybe what koha is for our yep. listeners so koha basically is you um give with integrity to the person you have received a service or a product from and it doesn't have to be monetary but it has to be fair and you have to get it right in the maori way you can't if you if say somebody was putting on a party and they were hosting lots of people and they were feeding them you bring them a gift okay so a kohara is a sort of like a gift but you can't give them too much mm. and you can't give them too less or you make them feel um, that they didn't do enough a good enough job um, so it's learning what's the right amount what's the fair amount and it's about integrity and knowing what's fair and so um, koha doesn't you know people that don't have money can still have access but koha is not about being you know free yeah. there has to be yeah. some form of fair exchange and you you always have something to, to give it doesn't have to be money it can no, be time it can be absolutely, skills absolutely be... not you know okay. I, I was talking to somebody today about this we had this really lovely young polish homeless guy come in uh, to see us at the shop and he he didn't have money but he needed food he needed clothing so he gave it to him because we have a koha room in our shop and um, and we always have food there to share that's so nice and um, and that's also in my classroom the this always happened I'd always have a bowl of fruit I'd always have something to share um, because this is the Maori way of sharing you share what you have um, and anyway, he had he had nothing. This young man had yeah. nothing, and um, he he had an energy drink, and he crafted a tea light for me, <laughs> and he did such a good job on That's this. Amazing. And he he brought this to us. I tell the story because it means so yeah. much to me. Yeah, that is koha. He gave what he could to, and he felt so good about himself. You know, he was a bit humble yeah. to say it's not very good. I said, yeah. this is fantastic. Have you yeah. ever thought about making these for people, using it's recycling? It's all about intention and, oh, yeah, and, yeah. and it's priceless. And so this is priceless and this is happening all the time. You know, people don't get to see these behind-the-scenes mm-hmm. stories, mm-hmm. you know. And this really, I know for myself and for Ellen, my partner, and that's the reason mm-hmm. why I'm in Austria, because I fell in love with an Austrian. Oh, that's why I'm I here. Story. And he is an amazing man. He is an amazing man and my my greatest advocate and support um you know and this fuels us and and you know keeps us going because we we have been basically um putting everything back into the business putting everything back into the front especially over covid to make sure that it -hmm. it survived yeah i I can only imagine how hard covid hit you it it did but it was interesting our company Mm -hmm. um actually was more profitable we made more profit Um, but it meant (laughs) just recently that we didn't get the handouts from government we didn't get any Mm -hmm. we didn't get any support for the business but we the thing is we worked extra hard yeah you know we put in a lot more work to make sure we could survive you know and and so um so that's the business side of things so we have best enterprises is for profit so we have bohemian soul Mm -hmm. beehive which which is, um, it's two parts. Um, one's about sustainability. So we have 
um, secondhand clothing, which is also what I grew up with in New Zealand. This was part of the culture and the Māori way that everybody would share their clothing and it's just the way we grew up and that we don't throw away, we mend things yeah. and we make them better. And so that's what we've got and we've, we've shown how you can do secondhand nicely. It should, it's, hopefully it smells nice in there and it's a good selection of clothing mm-hmm. um, at a fairly affordable price for the quality that you get. Um, and so that's one part of our shop and the other part is our lifestyle store because I love to create spaces. That's my deep down passion. People, listeners, I can see her oh. eyes. They are just sparkling. Yes, yes. And so uh, now, and so this is this is also where I help to make money. I go into companies mm-hmm. because they've been to the center mm-hmm. and they've seen the space. So we create spaces like Sedwell Center so that people feel at home. They feel comfortable. And this is what I'm doing in companies, so that especially over COVID, now people will come back to work. And love being there, you know. So yeah, that, that's a it, huge part it, of it. Because, you know, this is where the world is going. And the youth is changing in their, you know, in their perception of work. And I think this is wonderful. It's not, it's not oh, the companies mm-hmm. are up here. Yeah. It's the other way around, that the young ones want yeah. this from a company. They, they want, you know, things for well-being. They want healthy food options. They want to be able to travel. They want to be able to learn. It's not just about money. And they're becoming much more ethical in their choices. Our, you know, and, I, and it really, I suppose, it's a little bit interesting. It always gets us a little bit upset when we hear you know, older people talking about, oh, these young people are being disrespectful. <laughs> their sense of koha and fairness mm-hmm. when they're in the shop is amazing. They are our greatest supporters and we get talking and they bring people mm-hmm. and we discuss these topics. And um, Yeah, I think there, there are a lot of changes happening oh, um, with the younger generation. Absolutely. Yeah, I think I'm somewhere in the middle right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. And I can see like this older, I'm putting air quotes, yes. uh, older generation and this younger generation mm-hmm. and there is a gap between them. Yeah. But with, yeah, one will some. say, oh, the other generation is this or that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I can see things, things are... Uh, shifting yes. and they are thinking more about sustainability more about uh, which is fabulous eco eco-friendly life yeah. and uh, yeah yeah it and, makes and so our concept right from the, the outset has always been holistic and so it's very hard for some people to understand because it's not just a one piece traditional business model it's not what would you say for maybe our listeners who don't know what holistic means yeah how would you explain it in a simple okay way? if you think of the body mm-hmm. and if you go oh i have i have a headache and i just take one pill mm-hmm. to sort that headache mm-hmm. out well you're not really looking at the whole system yeah. what's the stress that's happening in your life are you Where did the headache come from? (laughs) Exactly. Are you eating the right thing? Have you had enough water? And so the way we look at it is to try and provide all the necessary elements that would make up a well-being Mm -hmm. of a person Mm -hmm. or a community. So it's not a band-aid for just one thing, you you know, because then they have to go somewhere else to get help. And that's a really hard thing if you coming to the country and you can't speak the language and then you are sent to all these different departments to tell the yeah. same story over and over again. So a lot of people don't do that. 
And so we try to make life a little easier and to create, you know, this happier, healthier communities where we can have a certain, in what we know, yeah. you know, so in well-being, because I have also a background in well-being. I'm a highly educated educator. <laughs> <laughs> in early years, so working with children from the ages of four up to about eight years old, that's my main thing that okay. I absolutely love. Um, and I've done a little bit in education, so I'm jumping in mm-hmm. right now and doing our Families Love to Learn program, which is wonderful. I dearly love these children and these families and the way they are learning and how I integrate smart skills and teaching them the necessary skills to be able to flourish and thrive, no matter where they go. So if they went to a different, you know, probably democratic country, (laughs) I don't know, they would be able to survive. If they went to Australia, if they went to New Zealand, they would know how to behave and how to um, get on with people and have the have the skills to okay for our listeners who don't maybe know what smart skills are or yeah. love to learn program is or families love to learn can you just tell us yeah. more about your concept love to learn what yeah. is it what is it about how do you do it when do you do it yeah and at the moment can they participate and mm-hmm. so on at the moment we have a pilot project that we run Saturday mornings, only for one hour, because is it? Uh, sorry to interrupt yep. you. Is it members only? It's or members o- members only. Okay. Because we're full, and I can't mm-hmm. take on more. Mm-hmm. So I only take on basically fifteen children in the class, plus their parents. Okay. It can be one parent or two parents or the caregiver, okay. um, because they are learning tips and tricks all the time of how you can work with children in a way that boosts their self confidence and makes them love to learn. What makes it different than normal school, for example? Because you, well, we're cross, one thing we are cross ages. Okay. Our youngest is three, our oldest is 14. Okay, that, that must so be interesting. so we work them all together and they have diff- How does that work? So, sorry to interrupt yeah. you, but yeah, I do want to hear more about it. How does yeah. it work? You are all in the same like space and- Yeah, okay. we, we come together. So the first thing they do, is we look at what are some of the smart skills they mm-hmm. need. So the first thing we brought in is... And art- smart skills would be, well, the smart, for example? There are, there are different things mm-hmm. for the smart mm-hmm. skills. So it could be technology skills. Mm-hmm. It could be um, interpersonal skills or personal skills. It, it could be logic and reasoning, problem solving. Giving feedback, taking feedback. Absolutely. So, okay, Negotiating great, great. leadership skills. Great. How do you, <laughs> Why don't we have how, that in schools? How do, you, how do you work as part of a team? Yeah. Okay. And so, you know, we start with the word aroha, mm-hmm. which, which in its simplest form means love mm-hmm. in Maori. And that's where we start from, love. You know, love for myself, love for my friends. What do you love? And that's where we sort of start... And then it goes from there about respecting the environment. I look after myself. I look after others. I look after the environment. And then we, then I set up, you know, learning opportunities so they get to practice that. And so, like, you know, one week all the cushions were off the seats and they're all scattered. I said, oh, the wind has come through. There's a big storm. It's blown all the cushions off. And look, they're all over the floor. What can I do? Huh. Okay. Right. So 
Oh, we can put them back. That's right, we can. And then I teach them how to put them back properly so that it visually looks good on the eye, um, but it's also safe. Right, We put the zip to the back. Mm. So I'm teaching these from three up to four how to put things back because adults don't do this. And they need to be educated on how to do this. But when I teach the children, then they go on and teach others. And this Mm. is also the thing that... Children can be teachers. It doesn't have Definitely. to be adults to Definitely. teach. I think we can learn more from children than children yeah, can ever a- learn from us. Absolutely. And yeah. we should empower them and not over-control yeah. them. So we facilitate their learning mm-hmm. and what they need, depending on where they're at. And so you, you could, within a whole group, you can have different smart skill um, goals. Mm-hmm. And it's just at a higher level for yeah. maybe somebody who's older. You can also have children with special needs in yeah. there. It, it, because they work where they're at. Mm-hmm. Uh, do yeah. they have to be English speaking or? No, um, no. Okay. No, but the programs run in English because okay. that's what I'm fluent okay. in. I couldn't do it in German. Okay. <laughs> but the idea is eventually you could take the program mm-hmm. into any language. Mm-hmm. It, it really wouldn't matter. No, and, and part of the reason why I did it is we had a young boy come out um, from Kenya and. He had very little English, a little bit of English, no German. He was older and he was going into a school system here. And it broke my heart. And I go, I cannot, I cannot allow a child to go in here and potentially it could break him. He's, it's been great. He's an amazing yeah. child. Um, and, and we don't want to say anything bad about the no, educational system no, no. in Pe- Austria. But yeah, no, if you talk about But the he's in a good system, school yeah. and it's... You know, yeah. so this is just a bonus, and he has smart skills by the dozen. Yeah. So you see it that like he's older, he'll like the little three-year-old mm-hmm. can't get on the chair, so he'll lift him up and put him on, and these things, That's so or nice. cleaning at yeah. the end, he'll get the vacuum cleaner and he goes in and cleans. <laughs> you know, and so it's 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 really celebrating mm. these wonderful things and and to help children to gain these. Um, these so skills. you're basically preparing them for life, basically like, for, for real life. But yeah. this is the way yeah. it's done in yeah. New Zealand. Yeah. This is the way we teach in New Zealand, yeah. and I think that, based that's on amazing. needs, based yeah. on needs. Yes, you do things. You might yeah. do a whole. You know, everybody might do the same thing for art or an yeah. activity. Um, you know, I'm still working out some of the teenage things, but mm-hmm. getting resources for teenagers yeah. that come. So when they come in the, in the morning, the first thing they know to do is to come in and they read. They can read okay. with their parents, they can read with another adult, they can read with another child, or they can read by themselves to give them a love of reading mm-hmm. and literacy. So I have a lot of really good books, <laughs> a lot of good books and, um, and resources, and they, they get to share and, and, you know, as a teacher, you know, when they start sharing things mm. that they're finding in a book with yeah. another, you're going, I'm giving them a love of reading. Yeah. And this is so important, you know. Um, yeah. I, I, it was completely different. I had completely different experience growing up. Yeah. I do love to read. But our school system in Croatia, I would say it's pretty much the same like the educational system here in, in Austria. It's basically like one size fits all and it just doesn't, it doesn't work that way. No. And I had this luck, I would say. I was yeah. born curious and uh, I'm interested in a lot of things and school wasn't a problem for me personally. Yeah. But I do have like friends from my class 
that struggled and those uh, kids were labeled as maybe not so smart or like having disability not, not yeah. disabilities but difficulties with yeah. learning and maybe like they weren't just interested in history or something else yeah. because me personally i wasn't interested in history or geography and yes. i had to learn everything and i don't know i'm more like arts person and uh, mad person and yeah. i would love to learn more about topics i really enjoy and not Absolutely. the topics i i don't enjoy so yeah and reading uh, yeah. we had this obligate obligatory yes. how do you call it textbook that you had to read yeah yeah it's mandatory and you have yes. to read it and of course when you have to do something yeah. You don't want to do it. And it's not of interest and, of, yeah. for you. So and you yeah. mo most of the books are not really so interesting, to no. be quite honest. And yeah, I think we do miss things like basic skills for life in our school systems. Yeah. So I think that's, that's and, really amazing. And it's not that the teachers don't care. No, no, they no. Just I'm not they, saying they, that. They, yeah. don't, they just yeah. don't know any different. No, and they, they don't have any support. No. It, it's, it's not... It's, no, yeah. and, and so... You know, it's the whole system. It is, that the, is it's like a that. system. Yeah, it's, hard it's a system. To the system, and that's yeah. why I have not gone in to the system. Yeah, I'm creating our own. Yeah, and then I showcase to people yeah. how this works. Yeah, you know, and so I've been fortunate also to do sort of the play stage facilitator training for Sint um, with um, some of the English speaking people that are going into kindergartens. And so I, I do some training for them. So it's been really lucky. But it is, I do really, really love working with children. I, I couldn't go back into a classroom full time. You that need, would be you too much now. Too much. And, yeah. and it's all the bureaucratic stuff yeah. and it's all the paperwork yeah. that you have yeah. to do. But I get to enjoy these mm -hmm. children. I get my little hugs at the end of the session and, you know, gorgeous feedback from these children. You know. And what do you actually do with parents? Because you have this family love to learn. What do parents do? Or they caretakers? join in. They join okay. in. And I give them tips mm -hmm. when we're working mm -hmm. and say, okay, actually say, well, just stand mm -hmm. back and let them do it themselves. Okay. Let them have a go and reinforce good behavior. Don't, don't worry too much. You know, if they're doing something, I said, and teaching them, one of the big things is teaching them how to ignore... Um, behaviors they don't like i'm saying okay. to ignore that um unless it's dangerous that's that's, in, that's interesting to teaching, perspective yeah. to teach okay. them not to step in to okay. let them because they have to learn how to resolve conflict they have to learn and if an adult's always stepping in mm. they don't get to learn so you, you've got to actually sometimes start, and just stand back stand yeah. back but you've got to know when to step in you know, if a kid, if some, you know, if a child's going to cut off somebody's hair <laughs> with a pair of scissors, then please step that's in. when you step in. Yeah. Or if somebody's going to be violent, yeah. you, step, okay. you step in. But before, because you, you know, when you're running a classroom, you're observing all the time, yeah. always. And children always think you've got eyes in the back of your head. They always look. When you work with little ones, they walk in your head. Have you got eyes in there? How do you know? It's because of, you know, uh, experience of doing it for many years and you sort of know and you can sort of you know see over over your shoulder um so what would be like the maybe the most important tip for our listeners that are parents and have their own children yeah or have some children around them uh what would be like the biggest tip for them 
biggest the biggest trip. the biggest three maybe <laughs> it's 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 um it's a different i think to spend some time uh with with the children and let it be child directed okay so it may be a, a game that the children are playing mm-hmm. that you join in mm-hmm. even if it's for five or ten minutes mm-hmm. and knowing that they feel loved mm-hmm. and giving them some you know really undivided attention to listen mm-hmm. to them and and to to boost their self confidence, you know. And how do you do that, for example? Um, well, in a classroom, you, I mean, you're going around different mm-hmm. children, you know, and you're keeping an eye. So, like with one little one who mm-hmm. just sat on my knee because he's only three, mm-hmm. and we cut out things and I showed him how to pace. Okay. But while I'm doing that, I've got my eye on mm-hmm. others, and mm-hmm. you know, one of the one of the, he was only, he's only little two. He he pointed the finger at me and says, "Ah, oh, you're a wonderful teacher." I said, "Ah, oh, are you talking about yourself? You are a wonderful teacher." He goes, "No, you are." I don't know. Oh, and oh, there's so many beautiful moments and sharing them, you know, with everybody okay. and celebrating. Like when the little one has this favorite song that we sing, so we all sing it and uh, skidamarinka dink a dink a dink, and he just started singing. But then everybody in the class started singing it with him, the, the, the adults as well. And these are the things, this community, that it, it does take a village mm. to raise children. Yeah. You know, yeah, definitely. I, I don't have my own children. I you know that wasn't a choice. Um, but I have the opportunity to be with children that yeah. I absolutely love and adore. You know, and so this is, I think, also important that, um, that other people can bring mm-hmm. um, great things to children. Yeah. And that parents are not alone because it's one of the, it, for me, I think it's the hardest job there is. It's the hard, I, I hardest job. I completely agree. It's two, completely. It's, two, it's yeah. two jobs. It's never know. ending. It's never ending. <laughs> it's and not paid good. No. Yeah. And often, you know, it's not always, but the women yeah. get the hard end of the stick yeah. and, you know, and um, it's not valued high enough here. Yeah. And it should be. It really should be yeah. at the top of the list of being paid because if you do a good job mm-hmm. with children, we stop all these yeah. problems. So that's why education for me is very important. Um, and, I, you know, I got some beautiful, hmm, I suppose, feedback from the children that I've taught in the past. When they were five years mm-hmm. old, they're now in their 20s. And they follow me on Facebook. And I, I said, once you're my student, you're my student for life. So I always tap in and say, how are you going? What's up? And, you know, and one, one, one girl, Maddie, she wrote to me and it just touched my heart, you know, and, and she said, because of you, I went on to finish high school and I went on to university because you believed in me. And she came from a <clears throat> very volatile family situation mm-hmm. and the mother, the mother, had a lot of mental health issues and um, violence. And so, you know, and it wasn't, I never judged her mum because I know her mum loved her, but I worked with her and I would safeguard sort of Maddie. And, you know, she said, thank you so much with how you dealt with my mum. And she said, now because of the skills that you've taught me, I'm the bigger person in so many more ways. And she's got a daughter and she goes, you know, I wish, I wish, I had a teacher like you for my daughter yeah. that I had, you know, and this is that's a, wonderful. Oh, yeah. I'm, sitting there, oh, I'm crying um, 
because this is this means more to me than anything this makes me even teary but okay the, the so, importance of this i think we will have a short <laughs> break for crying <laughs> okay welcome back yeah. <laughs> yeah okay so in a couple of words what would you say who is debbie Whew. oh gosh that's a really hard one that's really really that's a really difficult question who am i um I think I'm a really driven, uh, motivated person to make a difference and to be of service. I I am competitive, but with myself. Mm-hmm. I set myself goals and I always reach them, pretty much. Um, I have m- my background, actually. I was quite a top athlete when I was younger. So I, I uh, was accepted into um, a school for gymnast that took you to Olympic level when I was young. Oh, and that's amazing. I just loved I loved being outdoors. I I loved physical activities. I loved to dance. I I loved to run. And so it didn't matter what sport it was, I always did really well. And um when I was in high school I I chose volleyball. And if anybody knows me, I'm only five foot four. It's not exactly <laughs> the height to be a volleyball player. But I, for my height, I, I represented my county. Um, and, yeah, I was a really top sportswoman. Um, but I love team sports. Mm-hmm. I love working as, with a team. And I love yeah, celebrating as a team and, and working as a team. And so I think the sense of community in whatever way it comes... Um, is very important to me. So I think I'm very community-minded. Sometimes, sometimes to the detriment of my own self-care. You know, I'll think about others. So I'm a, definitely a nurturer. Um, but I am. I think I'm a force to be reckoned with in business too. I think, you know. Oh, that's amazing. I, 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 yeah. I am, and I have a vision. I know where I'm heading. Um, it's not always clear to other people. It doesn't um, have to be. No, and yeah. it doesn't. Um, you know, I talk about things, and sometimes it's too big for other people. Yeah. It's too many things, whereas it's not for me. And that's why, I suppose, being in a classroom, you do all those mm-hmm. things. You work with different groups. You work on different needs. So I've had all the background training. So when I'm working holistically, this is fine. Also, you know, I have a background in well-being. So I, I went to China for only a small amount of time and I le- learnt Tuina, which is a massage. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a Reiki master. But I, I'm not practising really on people, but I put the energy into a space. So Sedwell Centre is an important place for healing. So when people are feeling a bit down or just need to feel nurtured, they can come and sit in the comfy seat and they go, I feel so much better. You know, it's, an, it's not just the energy, yeah. it's also, you know, the essential oils we use or the music. And, and I, I can con- confirm that from yeah. experience. So, but I'm, an, I'm a really down-to-earth person. And I think this is also something when you're running businesses, people put you up mm-hmm. on a pedestal. Yeah. You don't know everything, you're learning, and especially when you're doing business in a different country, you're learning and you're evolving and and I think people always expect that you know everything, 
and um, and nobody does and it's like um i mean you have a lot of experience to fall back on you know and it's really that strong foundation that i have in my teaching career that supported mm-hmm. me in my business but also my competitiveness in sports yeah. and so it's not I'm not competing against any other business. It's not how I see it. I'm going, how can I do things yeah. better? You know, and it's a learning and it's step by step by step. And, and this is also a hard thing because many people will point the finger and tell you what you're doing wrong mm-hmm. rather than going, you know what, you're doing a really good job. But it's the same, I, I would just like to say, it's yeah. the same like uh, you said with the children. Parents just need to learn how to ignore some bad, bad behaviors. Yes. And I think it's the same with people, Absolutely. with us adults. So Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And sometimes we don't always have the bigger picture yeah. of why things are happening. Most of the time we don't. No. And, and, yeah. and, and it always amazes me how people always want to give you advice yeah. when they haven't got the expertise. This is always astounds me. And I'm going, you know... Thank you. Yeah, no. <laughs> and I do listen. It's not that yeah. sometimes people yeah. have some great ideas. But yeah, at the, the end of the day, you need to know where you're heading. Yeah. And the thing about advices is uh, that's my lesson that I had to learn. Uh, you don't have to take them. No, you like, don't. You can't listen to exactly. them. Exactly. But you, can, uh, you don't have to take them. So, yeah, no. that, that was a life changer exactly. for me. And, and sometimes, and sometimes there's some great ideas. Yeah. And you go, oh, that's really cool. Thank you. And, and to... It's important that you listen, but then at the end of the day, you are a person responsible for creating what needs to be created. And, you know, and there are days, honestly, there are days I go home, why am I doing this? (laughs) Why am I working so, so hard to do this? But then you have those comments from those children and you get this, you go, that's why I'm doing this. This is why I'm doing this, you know? Um, And that's really, my whole family are that way. We all work in that way. and would you say yeah. that your sense of community um, brought you to establish this base grads or how did base grads yeah. uh, come around? Well, we started off with our uh, best enterprises. We started mm-hmm. for profit and running basically a learning center. Mm-hmm. But I, I suppose the vision was much bigger mm-hmm. than that for me. It was about bringing people together and having the space to bring people together. Mm-hmm. Um, and... So it grew out of that, and we could see that, yes, it's great to have this business. However, it wasn't filling that need of community Yeah. and having a space. You know, I'd walk around when I first came here and I'd be doing sort of teaching. I'd walk around grads, because I live outside of grads, for sometimes four hours between clients with my little suitcase and trolley, and I had nowhere to go. So I'd sit on a park bench. I couldn't speak the language. So I'd have my sandwich and sit on a park bench. <laughs> sure but the, the good thing is we have we have really nice parks here. So Yeah, absolutely. But when it was cold, it wasn't so great. And that's why, you know, we said, well, we need a physical space that people okay. can come together. And it is such, it's such a blessing to have this space. And sometimes people take it for granted. You know, they don't always realize, you know, um, the effort and the time. And what goes into it. Um, and we want to share it with more and more people. Um, and that's why, you know, right now we are uh, getting fun, trying to get mm-hmm. funding because we haven't been funded. 
The centre's never been funded. We've done it all by ourselves. Okay. So it's always been, you know, we've invested. Um, and so, and running events and, and mm-hmm. a little bit from membership. Not so much because when you've only got 100 members, yep. it doesn't, it doesn't, you know, it, it helps, but it's not um, huge in paying the bills. Um, and so that's, you know, now we, we are putting in funding applications because we want to offer more and we want to be able to um, run programs and I want to be able to, to pay our, our experts, to pay our mentors, to pay our, our people that come here, you know, fairly, you know, especially women and eventually to create our own jobs. So that's what I'm working on, creating jobs in this area. And um, that sounds like a good plan, I have to ab- say. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So, and we've helped people, you know, from our contacts mm-hmm. and the people that we've mm-hmm. networked with into jobs who would never have got an opportunity. Yeah. But because we've we've built rapport and we have a well, I hope we have a good name. Um, we really try to do our very best to to deliver anything we do above and beyond. Um, that it, then people say, Debbie, do you know anybody? And I say, yes, I do. Yeah. And then I can connect them. And then I'm talking... And that's, that's, sorry to interrupt you, yeah. but that's really important, especially as an expat, when you come to a different country and you don't know many people, I think that's amazing to have like yeah. someone you can ask, hey, do you know exactly. this person or this person or exactly. who, who can exactly. I contact? And, and I, just, I just think these... You know, IWA base grads mm-hmm. are two very, very important yeah, uh, organizations mm-hmm. that I always tell people join both. Yep. Join yep. both. You know, they both offer so much and the support um, and, and network. The, and, the network yeah. and the, the richness of expertise that mm-hmm. you have in both is super. And super, amazing members. I yeah, absolutely. 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 Yeah. So. Yeah, there are many things, obviously, that I, I want to do. And it's that's going back to that holistic concept mm-hmm. to be able to create jobs for people, to have uh, access to language, but good teaching. Because yeah. I had a horrible experience yeah. when I first came here. Um, and to have... Do you speak uh, German, actually? Ambition. Do you have your favorite German word, maybe, or expression, or? Oh, Schatzi. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. It, it's it hasn't it hasn't been an easy journey okay. for me in German. With I my, can I, imagine. I have the auditory processing yeah. difficulties. Okay. So when I hear something, I often mix up. Mm-hmm. Uh, the order and you know Ellen laughs because of what comes out of my mouth I'm going but that's what I you told me but it's not and I know it's not and so um, this has been it has been difficult yeah I can imagine and, it can be challenging and, and for me because I'm very visual I'm really visual and I'm very emotional mm-hmm. and so when I came for me Germans like everybody's shouting at each other <laughs> It's like, oh my gosh, what's going on? Why are you so mad? Yes, exactly. <laughs> and so it, it, it's a love-hate. But I'm wanting to. I yeah. really want to uh-huh. learn. And actually being in the shop has probably been mm-hmm. the best thing for me because yeah. I do get Austrians mm-hmm. who don't speak any English. Mm-hmm. So I, I do my very best in there and I'm learning a little bit with that. Um, and that's something I would also recommend that when you come here, if you can, 
don't go straight into work. Take mm. your time, learn slowly and build up your German yeah. because the first thing I did, I've worked the whole time. And when I'm working yeah. from 6 o'clock in the morning till yeah. whatever time, you don't I, have anything I left. Haven't, I don't yeah. have, I don't, and I don't want to, which is also yeah. not good. I just yeah, that would be, I think, a really good advice talking about uh, giving yes. advices. Yes, but you don't, dear listeners, you don't have to take them. No, of course but, not. But yeah, I would also agree. It would be a good thing to take your time and learn German and connect to people yeah. and yeah. So, so this is also something that we are looking at doing. So if anybody's interested to help us develop a developmental program, like I do with the kids program but in German. And so, because I always found from A2 to B1 is a huge gap mm-hmm. for me and I can't bridge that gap right now. I will, yeah. I will, but it's a big jump and, and to have a smaller steps that are developmental. So it's progressive in your learning. So it doesn't matter who you are or where you're at, you can jump in and, and it's progressive. It's not jumping from here yeah. up to here. Yeah. So, you know, these are some of the things that eventually we will work on as we as we get more volunteers and we get more funding and you know so that we how can, can offer people these. actually join how can yeah. they help how can they okay well one of the great things um rachel is our membership coordinator mm-hmm. so she's taken a lot okay. of pressure off my shoulders it's been fabulous um so they can email us um they can come to the center when do you um, have some opening times? When or? a Wednesday is a great time, so okay. you can always drop in for lunch. Okay. So between um, we have lunch between twelve and two, so people can come any time. Um, and that is Koha lunch. It, this is Koha, oh. Koha for, and it's for members. Mm-hmm. And Koha they pay what they feel, so we give a suggestion around five euros. And you get some amazing meals. Like yesterday, we I had... can also confirm yeah. that one as well. <laughs> we had Indian yeah. yesterday; it was so delicious. And so you get really authentic, great meals from all over the place. Um, and it's also a great time to talk about projects and what other people may have an idea for, and how we can support that. And to meet you know, other people. Oh, people's definitely. Other that's people, a, and, and that's the big just, thing. Yeah. And you meet, and you make really great, mm. deep friendships. Yeah. Not just surface stuff it's you know really connect and find out a lot about people and um you know and these things and I sit back and I really enjoy that I like I like to observe like in my classroom and how people are connecting and how their life is improved and how you know emotional or mental health is improving or physical health is improving because of people um and what's on offer so there's so so many things or they can they can email us and make an appointment okay. to come and see us until we can get the centre running up, you know, running again, um, you know, to be open. You know, the, the goal is to be open Tuesdays to Saturdays okay. in okay. time, but that will take, you know, a little bit of uh, work to get to that. Yeah, Maybe even faster than you think. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. You know, we're getting amazing people. I've had a company also talk to me about company membership for their members. And, and so there's there's lots of, Lots of interesting uh, things, definitely in the wind. Yeah. And if there are some events going on, can people drop by and see? Yeah. Um, most of them we try to get registered, so we have okay. a, a, feel a feel for yeah. who's coming, mm-hmm. how many people are coming. Okay. Some are only for base members, mm-hmm. but it should say base members only or base members and IWA members only. 
um, and the pricing. Um, but something's open. You know, we have a, a potluck dinner this Friday, um, which will be passed by the time you do this. Yeah. But, but that's open to everybody. Yeah. And so we've got an exhibition, and this is not this is an outside group of five immigrant women, and so we've given them space so they can have an exhibition. Aha. Uh-huh, so yeah. But we, you know, we we're looking at that because we're getting more and more members who are mm-hmm. artists. So we're probably mm-hmm. we're being very selective. You know about who we allowed to use our premises yeah definitely and and trying to get funding for it because a lot of them they don't have the funds to be able to pay for stuff you know and i i don't want to stop people not doing stuff yeah. but I, but at the same time i've also got to get you know you've got to pay your rent and so that's why we're trying to get funding which we think we will this year and what's happening in october for example ah we Are have there some events yeah, going on yes um, in the shop, we have a Beehive Beats concert. And so it's only a, a short one-hour concert. We have a great group called Diesel Weasel who will be playing. Oh, sounds fun. They are fantastic. They're fantastic. We have, um, we have a potluck dinner happening for Halloween. That's open. And so that's on a Thursday, the 27th, I think. And families can come with their children, can dress up and have a bring something to share and have a nice family oh, potluck. I think that that would be really yeah, fun and interesting potluck event um there's fems tish there's there's health talks there are um the iwa there's a knitting mm-hmm. club that's happening also anybody that wants to help make christmas decorations for the windows in greece um, i'm going to be doing that on wednesdays we have love to sing we have our families love to learn, but that's full at the moment okay. for the pilot project. Um, but people can come and have a look at it. If if people want to come mm-hmm. and have a look, they can come and observe. That's that's fine as long as I know. Yeah, yeah. I course. need to know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just trying to think. What, oh, there's so many things. The best thing is to sign up for our newsletter. Yeah. Go onto the newsletter and um, subscribe, so you can go down. I think it's on the website. And it's at the bottom of the page on the on the right hand side. People can just click on it. It's Mailchimp, so they're in charge of all the data protection and all that stuff that you know uh, we don't need to worry about. And you can you can subscribe, and then if you don't like it, you can unsubscribe. It's an easy process, and so that's really good. Rachel does a great job on the newsletter, giving all the information. Um, we also have social media with our great social media team, um, and the best. Probably the best two places are um, base grads to get information about if you want to know about the foundation and Sedwell Centre, what is happening. So as an event space. So what events are happening in this event space? So it may not be anything to do with us. So there was also... Aha, uh-huh, there are sometimes, okay, yes. things that are happening here. Yes, that, okay. but, but people can come to. Yeah, so yeah. exhibitions. We have a living okay. living room concert coming up, oh, which is not okay. us. So it's a sort of from, two, I think, from 3 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. Okay. So with different bands. So we support it, but it, we're not running it. So yes, there are other things. Um, Bevel does his sip and paint. Mm-hmm. And so he does painting workshops. He'll do a jewellery workshop at some stage. Okay. Yeah, so you can check out um, the, the different places. 
Listeners, there you have it. Uh, <laughs> you can check uh, the web page, just Google Base Graz. Yeah. And uh, you can also Google Sedwell Center, what's going on. Yes. To see all of the events. You don't want to miss anything. <laughs> you can also check out Facebook Base Graz and Instagram Base Graz. Yes. And that would be about that. Debbie, do yes. you have anything else to add? Maybe no, if we haven't no. covered something. And if, if people... If people want to make the world a better place and they want to be of service, then they should really check out our uh, check out base grads. And if you have project ideas that you think oh, I would love to do this and I'd like to drive it, come and talk to us. We're open and come and check us out before you join, because it's not for everybody here. You've got to feel you've got to feel the fit and you've got to feel welcome. And you know, I, I think sometimes people love the concept. But they're not just quite the right fit. And that's okay. We're not here for everybody. You know, we're here for the right group of people to come together to make a better world. So, yeah, that's it. Nicely said. Yeah. Nicely said, David. <laughs> so, thank you for being with us today. I will just uh, read some updates and some IWA events. So, we have for October, we will already have had Golden Girls meetup and mums and tots morning meetup then we have happy hour on 13th, 13th october and on the 22nd we have a big book fair that's our charity event and you'll hear more about it in our next episode then we have on 26th october we have iwa hike that's on austrian national day and yeah, I think I've covered it all. If not, check out our web page also, IWA Graz. You can Google it. And um, yeah, check our, out our uh, Facebook group. That's for members only. And yeah, uh, lots of hugs and loves from yeah. Saddle Center from, from <laughs> Debbie and me. Debbie, once again, thank you so much for oh. being our guest today. Yeah, thank you. And uh, yeah, people, listeners, hope to see you on our future events in Saddle Center, in uh, anywhere where IWA has its own events. And until next time, enjoy Graz and bis später. Tschüss. Bye.